You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Hi, everyone. Welcome to House of Cards. This is Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. And what an extraordinary hour it's going to be. We have the man I most respect in the poker world, or one of the three or four men I most respect in the poker world. I think the man who has most brought a world of class to poker and has done it in a very classy way. He introduced the idea of wearing a tuxedo. He is the face of the World Poker Tour. He was the one that really brought us party poker in a big way. And he's also, just to add some status to his achievements, he's won a bracelet at the World Series of Poker. He has really brought class to it. He's been part of it for many years. He's written a book called Life's a Gamble. His name is Mike Sexton, and uh, we're going to talk to him. Uh, I think you'll find it extremely interesting. And, of course, we'll have a mailbag segment as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. So when we brought him home, we didn't realize that Bear the Rescue Dog was actually sick. He had very flaky skin. He was dropping a lot of fur. And LeVette wanted to do steroid injections, special dog food. Nothing seemed to work. So I've been hearing Dinovite on the radio for years. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. It never actually crossed my mind to try it until I was just at a dead end. And then it finally sunk in. Oh, you're talking about hair and skin. And all right, (laughs) I'll try it. Well, it took probably six weeks, but after we started using Dinovite, no more flaky skin. He doesn't scratch and itch, and he started to put weight on. It was was awesome. He makes us feel like we saved him. Every rescue dog in America deserves Dinovite for 90 days. I wish that we would have started the Dinovite right away. It would have been so much easier. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos, and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions means faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Over Under on your iPhone with its social app. Casino Over Under. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi. And coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them.
Hello, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. This is Ashley Adams, your host. And uh, as promised, we have somebody who is, I think, the man who has most brought a world of class to poker and has done it in a very classy way. He introduced the idea of wearing a tuxedo. He is the face of the World Poker Tour. He was the one that really brought us party poker in a big way. And he's also, just to add some status to his achievements, he's won a bracelet at the World Series of Poker. His name is Mike Sexton, and I'm honored to have him on as a guest. Mike, are you there? I am, actually. Good to be here. Well, I understand that at long last you have written a book about your life. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, it's not just about my life, but the name of the book is Life's a Gamble. And it does tell my life story and how I got involved in in the poker world and uh, basically how I grew up uh, just as an action kind of kid. Uh, you know, we used to bet on everything when I was a kid, whether it was ping pong, bowling, wiffle ball, cards, ping pong, it didn't matter. And that influence was by my neighborhood friend named Danny Robinson. Now, Danny grew up to become what many think is the best seven-card stud player in the world. But he partnered with Chip Reese, who was also from the Dayton area, from Centerville, Ohio. And they came out to Las Vegas in the summer of 74 and uh, took the world by storm. Uh, they had a $1,000 bankroll, ended up turning into a million in a few months. And the rest is history, of course. Chip you know, being the most famous poker, all-around poker player of all time, the youngest player ever inducted into the Poker Hall of Fame. But, uh, but Danny was a great influence on my life in the early years. Uh, so the book tells that story. And it's not a how-to book, unlike your books. It's not a how-to book. It's an entertainment book. It's a fun read. And uh, it tells so many golf, gambling, poker stories uh, involving the real poker legends that uh, it really is a fun read. So how long have you been in the poker world, Mike? Well, I've been playing poker all my life since I was 13 years old and I became a professional poker player back in 1977. And literally for the next 23 years after that, uh, 24 years, I didn't have a paycheck. I literally just played <laughs> poker for a living all those years. And then I transitioned over to the business side of poker, which is also in this book, and how I got involved in it and how it all came about. Uh, I started writing for Card Player Magazine back in 1996 and uh, did that for 10 years in a column called Inside Professional Poker. And then I created my dream. And my dream was at that time was to put on a poker event, not just a tournament, an event where players just couldn't walk up and buy their way into it like it is now at every poker tournament you go to. You had to earn your way in this tournament by winning a poker tournament somewhere in the world in that calendar year. I patterned it after the Tournament of Champions of Golf where you have to win a PGA Tour event to play in the Tournament of Champions of Golf. And I want to do that for poker. So I went around to all these big casinos on the Strip and everywhere with my with my grand idea. Uh, they all shot it down. And uh, I was about to give up on the idea when I finally decided to go to the Orleans Casino in Las Vegas. And I talked to them about it, and they went for it. And we put on the Tournament of Champions there, which was the first time any championship event had ever been a mixed-game tournament as well. I played limit poker throughout the tournament until you got down to the final three tables. And then it went exclusively to no limit holding after that. And uh, it was extremely successful in terms of numbers that played. But uh, the problem was I never made any money with it. We put it on for three years. And it was ahead of its time. It was before the television era. And so I didn't make money. But that tournament led me to my business opportunities uh, with the online site Party Poker, as well as later with the World Poker Tour. So... Yep. Uh, certainly, w without that Tournament of Champions, uh, uh, I would have never uh, had the opportunities that were provided to me later on. Well, it's hard to believe that it was so long ago, but it, it was a long time ago when you first got involved with party poker. How did that happen, and what are your thoughts on what's happened to online poker? Well, I was actually playing in a poker tournament in Atlantic City uh, Christmas week of the year 2000. I get a phone call from a friend, and said, are you involved in an online poker site and, uh, and all this and that? And he said, I know some people that have some money. They're in the online gaming business now. And they want to start a poker site. They hear it's going to be the next biggest thing. They're looking for a poker domain expert. And I think he'd be perfect. And I said, no. And he said, when are you going back to Vegas? I said, tomorrow. And this was four days before Christmas. He said, can you meet a lady named Ruth Parasol? at Bellagio on Friday afternoon, which was three days before Christmas. 
uh, at one o'clock? And I said, yes. So anyway, I met her. And this was a lady at the time was 35 years old. She was a lawyer, dressed to the nines, beautiful. And the first question she asked, I took the resume and all that stuff. She sent it right off to the side. She said, if we hire you, can you be in India in a week's time? <laughs> she, said, she said, that's where our software company is located. You have to go over there and work with the software guys that develop the site. Then after that, you're going to have to go to the Dominican Republic, where our customer support people are located, and stay down there a few months to train them about poker. And, you know, is all this doable for you? And I was single at the time, and I said, yes, if I get hired. Uh, I said, I'm available to go. I said, but what does what is the job? What does it consist of? She said, you're going to help the software guys develop the site. Uh, you're going to make up the rules. You're going to be the face of the site. And you're going to answer all poker-related questions that come through the site. And I said, well, I said, I can do that. But I said, truthfully, I don't know anything about computers. I know nothing about programming. <laughs> you know, I'm just a poker guy. She said Okay, uh, we'll be right back with more House of Cards after a quick break. Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I'm here to tell you about my experience with my pillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the inventor Mike Lindell talking about his hugely successful product made in the USA all over TV and radio. Now, I have the world's worst back, and I've always gotten up in the morning with pain and a stiff neck. Since using MyPillow, it's gone. It's amazing. And listen to this. Mike is offering a four-for-one deal. Order now. You'll get two MyPillow premiums and two go-anywhere travel pillows, all for the price of one MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913, click on or mention Radio Listener Special, and use promo code CARDS, that's C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and with its patented interlocking fill, it stays cool and won't go flat. You deserve a restful, deep, comfortable, and like me, a healing sleep. That's the radio listener special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. You're listening to the House of Cards. How lucky you are. With Ashley Adams. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Who the hell do you think you are? Hi, listeners. Welcome back to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host for the hour. I want our listeners to know uh, that just tuned in, we're talking to Mike Sexton, uh, one of the uh, people at the very top of the poker world, one of the most visible and most respected people in the poker universe. And I said, okay. Next thing you know, one week later, literally on January 1st of 2001, uh, I was on my way to India, and it was obviously a life-changing experience because I was down there for months, and uh, then I went to the Dominican Republic for months, and then we launched the site on August 1st of 2001, and uh, that's how I got involved with Party Poker, and obviously everybody knows the story. In less than four years' time, the company went public on the London Stock Exchange for $8.5 billion. It was the largest float in 30 years on the London Stock Exchange, and uh, a simple little poker site with no outside investors uh, became the largest really business story, uh, one of the most of all time, in fact. It grew faster Absolutely. than Microsoft and grew Grew faster than everybody, and uh, it's still a story today. I've done seminars at Harvard Business School and Harvard Law School and uh, the Ohio State uh, School of Business, the Fisher Business School, and all these places. And I say, I tell them briefly about this business story and success story of an online poker site, and they're just wild because you know they've never heard of this, and and uh, you know it, it really is a shocking, incredibly successful story. And the truth of the matter is, we just had the right product at the right time in history with the right people behind it. And uh, we were just very fortunate that right. it was like a domino effect for us. Everything fell into place, and uh, we skyrocketed to the number one site in the world. Mike, I've always wondered, did you become fantastically wealthy from Party Poker, or did they just become fantastically wealthy and you were there to help them out? Well, I became wealthy, no doubt about it. After a couple <laughs> of years, I was like the last shareholder left in America. Ruth and her husband, Russ, had given up their U.S. citizenship and moved to Gibraltar and and, uh, you know, so they came to me a few years after we launched and said, would you be interested in 
of selling your shares. Now, at that time, I hadn't received any dividends or anything. and I really didn't have any money. And I said, well, yeah, I'd be interested. And, and uh, they said, what would you want for them? I said, well, what would you pay me for them? <laughs> and I met him at Venetian here in Las Vegas. They were here for a convention. And they just called me up. And I went over there and met them. And we're in their suite. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, let's do. I said, you write a number down on a piece of paper. And I'll write a number down on a piece of paper. And we'll see how far apart we are. <laughs> and they said, okay, we'll do that. And they went out in the hallway for 10 minutes. There were four of them, all the owners, the, the key players. And in, in, they all became billionaires when they went public, incidentally. And they came back in the room. And we turned up our pieces of paper. And they had $10 million written on theirs. And they had $15 million written on mine. And they said, oh, no, $15 million, that's way too much. You know, you never know what's going to happen in this business, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you should have written $150 million. You should have yeah. written a billion. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> you have to keep in mind, this, this was a, a year and a half before they went public. Right. You know, they didn't know they were going public at the time. And, you know, uh, they were doing well, but it wasn't nearly as well as when they went public. That's where they made all their money. And so, anyway, I said, no, I think it's worth $15 million. I was holding my ground, even though I was – in the back of my mind, I was saying, ah, 10 million. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, it's the truth. So, and they said, well, let's go talk about it. So they went back out in the hallway. They came back in and they said, well, here's what we're going to do. We've decided to give you the 15 million, but here's how we'll give it to you. We'll give you 5 million now and we'll pay you 2 million a year over the next five years. And we'll pay you 20,000 a month and 440,000 a quarter for each of the next five years under the condition that you don't ever go work for another online poker site where this contract is enforced. And, you know, or if for any reason uh, you want to leave the company, we don't have to pay you anymore. Or, you know, if you do something that uh, violates, you know, the best interest of the company, we can let you go kind of thing. So I said, that's great. I'm very happy with that. I'll take it. And so I got $15 million for selling my shares. And then when they went public a year and a half later, where they made all that money, yep. they gave me another $15 million bonus. So <laughs> they didn't have to do that. That yep. was just nice of them. And, uh, you know, I was very appreciative of it. Uh, but, the, but I can remember the day they went public. I walked into Bellagio, back up on the high stakes uh, balcony area up there, and I was walking up there. Mike Mattisau was playing in a game up there. He saw me coming up. He stood up, and he screamed out so the whole poker room could hear it. What's it feel like to lose five hundred million? <laughs> had I waited, I'd have made more than five hundred million selling my shares, you know. And uh, because I had a piece of the company that right, was part of the deal right, when I went right. to work for them. And uh, but truthfully, you know, I always looked at it like playing a poker hand. You know, if uh, if a pot's raised and re-raised in front of you, and you got the seven five of diamonds, and you throw your hand away, and now the flop comes four six eight, and both your opponents flop the set, and you'd have tripled up if you played the hand. You know, obviously you'd have waited and played the hand if you didn't know what was coming, you know. Right. But I didn't have any idea they were going public. And also, just suppose UIGEA, if I didn't sell it, my shares to them, and then they passed that law before they went public. Right. Uh, where I would never got anything. And I'd have been kicking myself for missing out on $15 million. So, right. you know, I was never upset with the decision I made when I made it. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, all in all, it was, a, it was a great run. And, in fact, I'm still with Party Poker as a consultant. I've never left the company. Uh, they all had to sell their interest out when they when they sold the company out way back when, but uh, I'm still the lone guy standing with Party Poker since day one. And uh, that's a great uh, story. Know, so, and the truth yeah, is, yeah, Mike, but, you get thirty million dollars, and you're a person that spends money like a normal person. What's the difference? Five hundred million, thirty million. You're perfectly happy. You're doing good stuff in the world, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I wish I hadn't spent it like it wasn't water, but uh, you know, if you pay ten million tax on it, and uh, uh, you know, and then you bet on sports like I did for a long time, all of a sudden you, you see it deplete pretty quick. But uh, uh, you know, we all make mistakes as we go along the way. But uh, in truth, uh, you know, I can't complain. I've had a very good ride, and it's obviously been a very good ride with the World Poker Tour. And uh, you know, we're in the middle of our fourteenth season now, so uh, that's another good run, just like Party Poker. And, and uh, yeah, I'm just honored that uh, I was part of the uh, online world when it really took off, as well as the televised poker world when it really took off. So, tell us uh, that you know, story. Been, How did you get into the whole world poker tour world? Were you part of forming it, or did you come in after it all got formed initially? No, in fact, I'm the one that put the put it together. Believe it or not, it turned out. Uh, what happened was, 
Uh, we ran the Tournament of Champions of Poker for three years, 99, 2000, and 2001. And the last year we did it, uh, we were going to film it, uh, you know, put it on a worldwide internet broadcast and whatnot, make cassettes. And, and so I filmed it the first couple of years. Well, in year three, uh, we decided to hire a guy named Steve Lipscomb. Now, Steve had done the uh, documentaries on the World Series of Poker before and whatnot. And anyway, it was my tournament, so I had to do the commentary on the final table. The tournament gets over, and Steve comes up to me and said, Mike, he said, that was the best job of poker commentary I've ever heard. I said, well, thanks. You know, I didn't think anything more about it. Now, a year later, we're in Costa Rica. Linda Johnson and myself were down there at a poker tournament, and Steve Lipscomb came down as our guest because he had filmed the Party Poker Million on TV just a few months earlier. And, you know, he called me up when we were doing the Party Poker Million, which was a a live event on a cruise ship where we guaranteed a million-dollar first-place prize, which had never been done before. And he filmed it for us and put it on the Travel Channel. It was a very huge success on the Travel Channel. So now he met Lennon and I for lunch and came up. He said he had an idea. He wanted to shoot Bias. Well, his idea was the World Poker Tour, that he wanted to make uh, poker a sport, put it on television, travel around the country like the PGA Tour, et cetera, et cetera. Well, naturally, Linda, who owned Card Player Magazine at the time, and was the first lady of poker, uh, she was like me. You know, we just love this idea. And he said, my problem is, he said, I have no money. And he put a budget together where the first two years, the budget was going to be $3.5 million for him to film all these shows, put it in the can, and, and you know, to finance it. And, and so I needed $3.5 million. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back with more House of Cards after a quick break. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with high-quality gaming suede and suited speed cloths. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro-caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOC Radio when you check out at ProCaliberPoker.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. Remember, to get your free gift when ordering your poker table, use offer code HOC Radio. That's H-O-C-R-A-D-I-O. Order by phone at 240-257-6537 or online at ProCaliberPoker.com. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Do you like using your tablet or phone at the poker table but hate running out of battery at the end of a long tournament day or cash game? Then you need the Grinder Gadget. The Grinder Gadget is a portable, compact charging station and stand designed by poker players for poker players. It gently grips the rail and allows you to prop up and charge your phone and tablet without touching the felt. The Grinder Gadget not only works really well on a poker rail, but just about anywhere. An airplane tray, a desk, anywhere. No more setting up your tablet on some wobbly table or leaving it on the floor. Its battery is powerful enough to charge most tablets and phones and still have plenty of juice left over for your headphones or any other device you have. You can even purchase a backup battery for those extra-long sessions or trips. So if you like to grind while you grind, the Grinder Gadget is exactly what you've been waiting for. Check out www.grindergadget.com for more information. Get grinding and stay grinding with the Grinder Gadget. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show, poker questions, you just want us to know about great places to play, or you just got bluffed out of a pot. Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com. And don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you consent to having your message played on the air.
Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize, tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. V-N-E-G-N-T-H-E-N-E-G-N.com. The New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete casino and poker news. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards Gaming Report for the week of July 4th, 2016. According to a report from Poker Industry Pro, the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement has levied a $25,000 civil fine against Game Account Network for taking bets outside of the Garden State. Allegedly, GAN, an online casino provider, took bets of less than $350 on Betfair Casino. Allegedly, the bets were placed outside of New Jersey on unapproved software for Android mobile devices. The Alameda County Sheriff's Department arrested 14 people for illegal gambling with the help of a drone. A spokesman for the Sheriff's Department said the illegal casino, which had about 10 slot machines, operated in the middle of a quiet neighborhood where elderly people lived. In the past, helicopters were used for such an operation, but drones are proving themselves cheaper for taxpayers. And finally, apparently if you want to make money betting on NBA games, you might want to listen to Stephen A. Smith and then bet on the team he doesn't pick. According to Forbes, the ESPN analyst has gone 0 for 6 in picking the NBA Finals. This is an impressive streak when you realize that it only has a 1.6% chance of happening. Hey, I might place a bet on him going 0 for 7. Come on, don't let me down, Stephen. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Great Moments in History in 481 B.C., the defeat of the Spartans at the Battle of Thermopylae. As long as Xerxes doesn't find the secret path to the hot gates, what is it, boy? Xerxes has found the secret goat path to the hot gates. Ah, shit! In June 2008, House of Cards began podcasting. Go to HouseOfCardsRadio.com and click on the podcast button for all recent show downloads. This, this is... is the House of Cards. This is your poker education. Let's play some cards. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards. I want our listeners to know uh, that just tuned in, we're talking to Mike Sexton, uh, one of the... Uh, people at the very top of the poker world, one of the most visible and most respected people in the poker universe. He said, you know, you haven't know anybody who might be interested in funding the World Poker Tour. I said, Steve, I do. I said, I know two people that I can get you a sit-down meeting with that have that kind of money, that love poker, and they may go for it. I said, number one is Lyle Berman. Now, I knew Lyle tried to buy the rights of the World Series of Poker television event back in like 1990. 
from Jack Benyon, and Jack sold him to him. But he never got to first base trying to put the poker show on television because the networks he went to, nobody wanted to get put on one show a year. You know, they wanted a sequence right. of events that led up right. to a championship, which is what the World Poker Tour was. So I knew he might go for this. Plus, he'd just been voted like the casino man of the year the year before, and he's a high-stakes poker player. You know, was inducted in the Poker Hall of Fame. So, you know, I knew Lyle would be a good candidate. And I said, candidate number two is Jerry Buss, the owner of Los Angeles Lakers. He loves poker, knows everybody in the TV business, lives in L.A., and I do think he'd go for it, too. I said, but let's start with Lyle. So I called Lyle up, made an appointment with him, and Steve and I went over to see Lyle. Now, as soon as we walked in his condo in Las Vegas, he met us at the door, and he had his old sheet from 10 years ago, uh, his proposal that he made to Jack Benyon and his idea for televised poker, you know, <laughs> and he was just like a little kid at Christmas time telling Steve his plan about poker on television, you know? Right. So then, anyway, uh, he said, you know, he said, your problem is going to be casinos aren't going to want to work together. I'm in the casino business. Nobody wants to work with another casino. They don't want anything to do with their property where revenue might be influenced or the reputation might be influenced by the actions of somebody else. And uh, he said, uh, he said, what about that? And we said, well, you know, we're going to go around and see what we can do. And Linda Johnson, you know, knows everybody. And so we set up another meeting with him the next day or two days later, I should say. And we called Linda and she went back, back with us to the second meeting with Lyle. And Linda said, you know, I know every poker room manager. I think they'll go for this. I think I can help them get this in. And I'm more than happy to do that for you. And, so he said, okay, he said, let me think about it. I'll get back to you, he told Steve. So the next day, now, Steve was adamant about two things. Number one, he was insisting it was going to be a two-hour show. He wanted to be start and conclusion in one show. And number two, he wanted to be a 50-50 partner. So Lyle called back the next day. I mean, Steve called me back. He said, Mike, he said, Lyle just called me. He said he wanted to do the deal. His company, Lakes Gaming, was going to fund it. He said, but Lakes wants 70% of the money, and they want to give the World Poker Tour 30% of the money. He said, no, I'm not going to do it for that. He said, it's going to be a 50-50 deal. I'm not going to do it. I said, Steve, I said, I think you're making a big mistake. I said, Lyle Berman is the perfect guy to have behind this. He knows poker. He knows everybody in the industry. How many people do you know can pick up the phone and dial and get Donald Trump on the other end of the phone? I said, Lyle can do that. He's got that, he's got that kind of power. And I said, I know you want a 50-50 deal. I said, but look at the bright side. If it works, you're going to be a millionaire anyway. If it doesn't work, at least you're going to have a job for two years, and you're going to have an opportunity to make your dream come true. He said, well, we hung up, as he said. I'm not going to do it. That's just 50-50. You know, well, the next day he called me back, said he changed his mind. He decided to go with Lyle, and that's how it happened. And wow. So, so the World Poker Tour was formed at that point, and... And the rest is history, as they say. It definitely changed the poker world forever. Well, and, you know, I get I get irritated at times when I hear it was the online world, it was moneymakers winning the World Series, because the truth of it is, it was the World Poker Tour on television. We aired our first show in March of 2003, which was several months before Moneymaker won the World Series of Poker. That's definitely and true. The poker, and the poker explosion had already happened, and the popularity of it all, and, and Hollywood was getting behind it. And obviously, Moneymakers went and helped. Online poker explosion helped. And it was a combination of that, but uh, the real reason for the poker explosion, make no mistake about it, was the creation of the World Poker Tour. It was that camera that allowed people to watch the World Poker Tour and see the whole cards and your coverage of it that definitely changed the poker world, turned everybody into an interested party. Uh, listeners, we're talking to Mike Sexton. Mike, i got to tell you a question. I mean, i got to tell you uh, something that happened right after the first WPT tournament aired. I was sitting in a diner, this is no exaggeration, and I'm eating breakfast, a couple of eggs, ham, and toast. And an old lady, she must have been, well, now you know, oldest relative, I guess, but she must have been 85 <laughs> years old. And she comes in, and she sees that I'm wearing a poker hat from some casino. Um, and she sits down next to me, and... She's old, but she's not, like, uh, quiet. She looks at my hat, and she says, are you a poker player? And I said, uh, well, I like to think that I am. She says, oh, do you know that Mike Sexton? He's a cutie. 
just like that. She, who'd never played any poker in her life, had watched the show and was so captured in it that she wanted to talk to me, the only person that she saw that was interested in poker. It became a spectator sport. I mean, who would have thought in your wildest dreams back when you were starting out, coming in from Ohio and playing and trying to earn your living playing, did you ever think it would become as big as it became? Well, not even I thought it might become this big, but in truth, uh, I did have vision, I think, before everybody else about sponsorship possibilities, about television, uh, and about poker. And uh, But you got to give your the credit to Steve Lipscomb. He understood there would be no show without the little hole cam, as we call it, in the side of the rail. It, he knew the viewers had to live vicariously through the players. That's right. And when they watched the show, and truthfully, even today, when you watch the show, everybody that's sitting at home says the same thing. Geez, I can play as good as that guy. I should be out there playing for a million dollars. It's so true. And, you know, people say, well, how can poker, why could it be so popular? Why has it lasted this long? The truth is, poker is a reality TV show at its finest. These are real people that have put up real money that literally, on the turn of a card, is life-changing money. And that kind of drama, you just can't buy that kind of drama. And, you know, we first started, obviously, every event paid over a million dollars on the World Poker Tour back in the day. And, and it truly was tremendous drama. And uh, it was very exciting television. And the very first show we ever did, you know, with the show of Bellagio, everybody at that table was a very famous player, except for the guy that won it, Gus Hansen, who was an unknown in the poker world. He was a backgammon world champion and superstar, but in poker, nobody knew him. Right. And we couldn't see the cards, if you remember, on the day of the show. We are not. We don't see the players' whole cards. We go back to a studio in L.A., watch the whole show again, and then splice it together, and they make it look like it's watching it live, but, but it's against gaming law for us to see the cards while uh, plays happening on the final table. But once we got back to the studio, and Vince and I saw were all the garbage and Garfunkel hands that, that he was playing with and raising with, we looked at each other and we said, man, this show is going to be a hit. People are going to love this. And that's the <laughs> truth. And, uh, and then Gus became the biggest star in the World Poker Tour for several years. So, uh, you know, it, was, uh, it just worked out perfectly uh, uh, the way it all came down and uh, the way it began. And, uh, you know, you got to hand it to uh, both Steve and Lyle for having the vision and the heart uh, to do it. Otherwise... Poker wouldn't be anywhere near what it is today. That's true. Uh, I got a couple more things before we close, Mike. I'm wondering, I mean, you, you really have been not just a great spokesperson, ambassador for poker, but you've been a visionary in seeing where it could go. What do you see over the next five or ten years? Is there anything else that you think could emerge? Team poker, duplicate poker, uh, bigger casinos, small little neighborhood. What do you see in the next five to ten yeah. years? Well, my old partner in the Tournament of Champions named Chuck Humphrey, uh, uh, he tried heavily to get duplicate poker going one time, and that didn't work. Nope. And, uh, you know, that was unfortunate. And uh, But what I see to really revolutionize the game, and I, I know it's coming, just a matter of when, is the action clock, the shot clock in poker. And I believe when it comes, it will come for all cash games, it will come for all tournaments. And once it hits in a big way, like I believe it's going to, I believe every person that plays poker will say, wow. This is the greatest thing. Why didn't we do this 10 years ago? You know, because that's how strong and much better I think the game will be and more fun to play because it'll move along faster. You know, there's a reason there's a shot clock in every sport, you know, because it speeds up the game and it's more action and, and uh, uh, people enjoy it more. And certainly as a poker player, you know, the most frustrating thing is when everybody takes forever to act on their hand and it's slow and boring and, and you know, it's not good for the game. And I think an action clock, uh, which is coming, we're doing it incidentally in the Tournament of Champions. Uh, on the World Poker Tour at our season-ending event this year. So uh, everybody's going to get a good glimpse of how it works, and I think it'll be very exciting, and uh, it, it's going to take off. You want to give us a sneak peek of how much time, or is that still in uh, in debate? No, no, that's a done deal. Maybe I'm not supposed to tell anybody that, but I'm telling you, you get the first scoop here. All right. It's a done deal. It's going to be it's going to be at the Hard Rock Casino down in Florida in April, uh, the WPT Tournament of Champions, where everybody that has their name on that Champions Cup is going to be eligible to play. Nobody else can get in that tournament. And uh, we are going to use a shot clock for that tournament, an action clock. Let me rephrase that. How much time will people get to act? Well, I believe it's going to be thirty seconds. Good. And you're going to get a couple. They're going to get a couple time buttons. Meaning, when you have a difficult decision and you want to take more time, you pitch another a time button out in the middle of the pot, and you give you another thirty seconds, and you'll get about three of those. So you can pitch a couple of them in at once if you need even more time to make a decision. And if you don't act when the time is up, your hand is automatically folded. Great idea. 
Great idea. Mike, I want you to tell our listeners when they can expect your book to come out, how they can get it, and anything else they need to know. Okay, I appreciate that. Uh, the name of the book, as I said, is Life's a Gamble, and I'm excited about it. I promise you it'll be the most fun poker book you've read in quite a while. And it's not even just poker. There's so many golf stories in there and gambling stories, and uh, it's very fun. Uh, the official launch through bookstores and stuff, I believe, is going to be in August of 2016. But we're going to have a launch party uh, at, at ARIA this summer uh, for the WPT 500 event. I'm going to be doing uh, selling books at the World Series of Poker in June. So, actually, if you're at one of those locations, you'll be able to get it before August, and uh, and we'll go from there. But uh, you'll be able to get it all the common, uh, you know, the Amazon.coms and everywhere else. So, it's going to be exciting, and you're going to hear a lot about it, I think, because I really do believe that it's an entertaining, really, really fun book to read. And once you start it, it's hard to put down. Look, I've read these stories 50 times each. I still chuckle and laugh <laughs> every time I read them. I'm not kidding you. That's how much fun and how good it is. Well, Mike, I do not doubt it. Everything you've touched has been successful, and I'm sure your book is going to be uh, another example of something very worthwhile. I'm eager to get it. In fact, I'm really disappointed that I didn't get one of the advanced copies that all these other guys got that have write, written these reviews on it, but I don't mind standing in line with everybody else in June at the World <laughs> Series of Poker or going to the ARIA for the WPT, whatever it is, I'm eager to get it, and I'm sure our listeners will be too. Thank you, as always, Mike. Actually, I'll make sure you get a copy, and I'll sign it for you, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Mike Sexton, great to have you on as a guest. Listeners, Thank you very much. All right. Listeners, uh, poker's one and only Mike Sexton. Uh, you heard him here, and uh, I'm eager to, to read the book and have him come back on and comment on all the stories. We're going to take a quick break, then we'll be back with more House of Cards. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos, and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions mean faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Overunder on your iPhone with its social app. Casino Overunder. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi, and coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, listeners. It's Ashley Adams, and I wanted to take a minute to talk about my pillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the commercials about this hugely successful product made in the USA. Sleeping well, I've found, contributes to playing poker well. And I can tell you that this pillow, my pillow, which I've been using, has helped me sleep longer and more deeply. And now my pillow is offering a four-for-one deal. You can get two my pillow premiums and two go anywhere travel pillows, all for the price of one my pillow. Go to mypillow.com or call 800 319 7913. Click on or mention Radio Listener Special and use promo code CARDS, C A R D S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60 day money back guarantee, a 10 year warranty, and you can even wash and dry it. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. That's the Radio Listener Special at mypillow.com or call 800 319 7913 and use promo code cards hey this is dave from house of cards and i just wanted to take a minute to tell you about jersey man magazine whether you're born and bred in jersey like me or even from jersey but live somewhere else jersey man is the perfect magazine for you health issues state business news sports food you name it jersey man talks about it in a fun and informative way they even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals with contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. 
Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards. Now look, mister, first rule of the game of poker, whether you play in Eastern or Western rules, or, or the kind they play at the North Pole, is put up or shut up. Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, and for those of you that listen regularly, you'll know that this is my favorite segment of the show, Mailbag, when I'm joined in studio by the handsome Dave Weishattle. Thank you. So what's cooking this week, Dave? Well, we got something from Mark, who listens to us on WNJC Yahoo Sports Radio in Philadelphia. And Mark is excited about poker stars being back in the U.S., what does that mean for the online gaming market? Is PokerStars just in New Jersey, or does it have plans to expand to other states? I remember playing on the site before the Black Friday indictments and was sorry to see it go. Well, you know, I'm sorry, too. I was sorry. I was one of the beta testers really? before they started taking any money at all way back when, when they were first trying stuff out. And they've always been, from my perspective, the most consistently... Um, pro player site there is. Uh, it would be nice. I wish I could say, well, now that they're back. Well, well, well just to give some background, uh, they start up in New Jersey on March 21st. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, the first day of spring. Is it really? Oh, how appropriate. Um, so. but they and, and they're doing something nice for the uh, prior players. Tell us it. about it, Dave. Well, uh you have until May 31st to reactivate your old account where you have your old screen name and the old passwords again. I think if you're a former player, you get some bonuses and some VIP perks and things like that. So, Well, I think it's great, and I wish at times like these, especially that I lived in New Jersey, which I don't. Um, but here's the thing. The fact that they're back in New Jersey, I'm afraid, does not mean anything with regard to poker opening up in other states, online poker. Yeah. We, I would that it did, but all of the experts that we've had on, and you can look through our archives, we've had on dozens of people, you know, I, Nelson Rose, among others, they all say the same thing, which is state by state, gradually, maybe. And right now, I think California may be up. Maybe there's some possibility of a few other states, but nothing is I imminent. Know, I know Pennsylvania is pretty close. Well, okay. nothing is imminent. No, and no. even if you get the enabling legislation, it does not mean that there'll be any sites. Plus, New Jersey, God love them, but it's not going gangbusters. Uh, maybe poker stars coming back will mean that it will become more robust. In New Jersey, I hope that it does. It's great that people are playing, but the, but certainly Jersey isn't enough for poker stars. I would think they would have to go into Vegas or well, we're Nevada. We're hoping there'll be a link up with some other places, yeah. Yeah. and uh, that would be my dream. And it's always better to see the great you know sites like Poker Stars coming back rather than not. But unfortunately, online poker's future in the United States. I would not say is bright anytime soon. And I, you know, I have a great deal at stake in wanting it to be bright, but I just, um, I'm not optimistic short term, long term. I don't see how you can hold it back, but uh, let's see what happens with online uh, sports betting. And let's hope that people's embrace of that, including, you know, major NFL stuff, yeah. leads yeah. to people uh, easing up and letting online poker come back in a big way. You I know, just am not optimistic. We have a lot of guests on about the fantasy sports, and I never asked you, do you think what's happening with fantasy sports, with all the states declaring it illegal or you can't use do it if you're not registered, is that hurting the chances for online poker? I don't know. I, I think it cuts both or, ways. Or is there even a tie-in? Are we trying to tie it in artificially somehow? I don't know. Um, give me a good discussion of how to play deuces under the gun. Uh, that I can talk about with some authority, but whether and how online poker will be back and whether uh, you know, DraftKings is good for online poker or not, I don't have a clue. Uh, and those of you, if this were television, you'd see my perplexed <laughs> yeah. expression. 
Your your um, your, your hand is my up hand to your on head. my head, it's, it's, dismayed and perplexed at the same time. So, wish I had more. Any other questions? Uh, no, but I have a quick plug for us. I am now playing. Here, here's the bright spot for online poker. I am now playing for WSOP.com in New Jersey, and I'll be doing a lot of tournaments over the next couple months. Terrific. And my next tournament is March 21st, which is a Monday at six o'clock. And what you do is go to HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Click on the World WSOP link that says, here, here's the slogan they all worked on, Play Dave. <laughs> Ooh, play Dave. Play Dave. And what happens? So you, get a, you, you play, you sign up, you, you start playing on WSOP, you play in the tournament I'm playing in, and you get a chance to win an entry to a World Series of Poker Circuit main event at Harris Atlantic City, March 23rd and 24th. So do they have to beat you? Do they have to no, last longer than you? No, that's no, that's the fact that you're in the same the, tournament just is just, a nice just, way to promote yeah, the site. Play Dave. Play Dave. <laughs> that's, that's, that play okay. Dave. Okay, Dave. Uh, th- th- that's what I said. Is there anything special I should do? No, just play poker. Okay. <laughs> so well, that's just me playing poker. Let's hope you play your best game. I hope so, too. All right, listeners, that'll do it for this week's mailbag segment. Make sure to come back next week for more House of Cards. In the meantime, good luck and good day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.